Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Even after the Broncos have benched Russell Wilson, yes, we're still talking playoffs crazy enough. If you would have told me Russell Wilson was benched, I'd say we are on to 2024. For the most part, we are. But we've got to spend some time breaking down the Broncos' path to the playoffs because right now they've got 5 to 7% chance of making the playoffs. And I think Henry thinks it's actually a little higher than that. And we're going to get into that. But speaking of Henry, <laughs> we have got to get his opinion on Russell Wilson being benched because we have not talked to Henry since. But first, got to welcome you into the NBR Broncos podcast. We're rocking with Super Bowl 50 champ Todd Davis, Zach Stevens, and Henry Chisholm. Mm-hmm. Henry, the floor is yours. It's horrible. horrible. I can't believe they did it. Honestly, because to me, this is them just quitting on the season. Like, you've got two games left. If you if you win your last two games, like, New York Times has is like, a 20% chance you get in, which isn't great. But when you look at the actual games, like, if the favorites just win every game this week, including the Broncos, next week the Broncos need to win, the Titans need to beat the Jags, and the uh, Ravens need to beat the Steelers. That happens, you're in. Which seems like it's, it's right there for them. Yep. And you just bench your starting quarterback, who I don't think has been that bad. Now, has he been everything that you want him to be? All that sort of stuff? No. Like, are you going to win a Super Bowl with him? No. But I don't think that there's really an argument to be made that he was a below-average quarterback this year. And that's kind of helped out by the fact that it's kind of a down year for quarterbacks. But to me, he was giving you some pretty good football. And so when you see, you know, Sean Payton went up there and said, we need to get the ball in the end zone more. It's like, well, you have a quarterback who's the only guy who's putting the ball in the end zone. He's sixth in the NFL in passing touchdowns. Like, it hasn't been perfect. It hasn't been pretty. But to go from Russell Wilson, who I think has been as good as any other part of the offense, I think offensive line, receivers, running backs, whatever you want to compare him to, to take him out of the lineup for a guy who started two games to me, that's just throwing throwing up the white flag, quitting on the season. And, and it, I get it. it's like still kind of a long shot to get in. But to me, like this is the best this is the best chance the Broncos have had since since you were on the team. Like 2016, that was the last time they had, they were in better position at this point. So I it, it pisses me off a little bit that he's mm. willing to just throw this season away for 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 this reason. I disagree with you on your very last point. The Broncos one week ago had a much better chance of making the playoffs. But all at this point in the do, season. All, well, I'm talking like okay. six days ago, five yeah. days ago. You don't have to go back that far. And uh, I'm not saying this is right or wrong because Russ had a great fourth quarter and yep. was able to bring the Broncos back oh, yeah. and tie the game. But Sean and 
I'm just viewing everything in Sean Payton's eyes. Sean looked at the first three quarters and said we had 50 net passing yards yep. in the first three quarters against mm-hmm. a three and eleven football team. Exactly. And Sean is pointing the finger uh, clearly at Russell Wilson, right or not. He's putting the blame on Russ and mm-hmm. saying uh, he blew our chances. He mm-hmm. had our playoff chances drop from uh, 80% if we went out to now 20% if we went out because he was not able to run my game plan. He was mm-hmm. not able uh, to function in an offense for three quarters until the game was just out of hand. Now, again, I give Russ a lot of credit for the fourth quarter. I don't think Sean does. Yeah, and I think that, like you said, Sean's looking at the entire game. And throughout their game, that was many times that the Broncos should have took advantage of either field position or just been able to put more points on the board to where the whole dynamic of that game changes completely. Um, When you're up and able to score points, the way teams attack you and the way teams defend you changes dramatically. Mm -hmm. And I think that that is Sean's problem is that he thinks that he can have a game manager to go in there and even put up 14 early points that changes the way our defense is able to play against opposing offenses, uh, be able to really make the offenses have to game plan against what we do best, which is really blitz the quarterback well and our pass defense, not really our run defense. So if we can have a quarterback that can just get us some points early, manage the game and not have to have a fourth quarter rally like I said it looks good when it works but Mm -hmm. nobody wants to be in that position when there Mm -hmm. was lots of opportunities throughout the game to not put us in that position and so for Sean it's like yeah you got us some points early in the fourth but there was times in the third there was times in the second Mm -hmm. we shouldn't even have been in that position but you also look through and see like 50 passing yards up to whatever point first drive run run and then they give Russ the chance to roll out and he gets flush in the pocket then they run on fourth down second drive Run, run, third and six, give the ball to Russ. He throws the ball up deep to Cortland Sutton, gives him a chance, he doesn't catch it, punt. Uh, next drive is the touchdown. Uh, next drive, uh, scramble for a first down on first down. Um, first down run on second down for, or for the next first down for Jaleel. Um, uh, pass to Jaleel for a first down on the next play. And then Russ fumbles because he's sacked. Like, oh. it's not great stuff. You go after that, you know, it's the run. Uh, it's run again, it's third and one, pick it up. It's a short pass. Like, there were no opportunities. Like, they're just running the ball over and over and over again. I mean, okay, there are a few opportunities. <laughs> he took, he took like, a couple sacks. But I think you look at all that, and, like, it, it'd be one thing if you had, like, a guy who can go out there and do that stuff. They've got Jared Stidham. Like, you're going up, you just need to go beat the Chargers and the Raiders. Like, you're not, you're not needing to go play perfect football. I mean, Russell Wilson just went and beat the Chargers 24-7 just, like, two, three weeks ago. Jared Stidham is going to have his third career start. You're just asking for turnovers, putting him in there. And I'm, I'm, I'm hoping things go well for Jared, and he's, he's, like, a great guy. He's a lot of fun in the locker room. The truth is, you've got one quarterback who's been statistically a top-ten quarterback in the NFL this year, and we know that there's more to it than that, but I still think is pretty obviously at least a league-average quarterback. You're going up against two bad teams, and you decide to roll the dice on a backup – like, I, I can't buy that this is for any reason other than the injury guarantees after the season. Uh, let me ask you this. I'm just going to put these two quarterbacks side by side, and you tell me who you would rather have playing quarterback for yeah. you right now. Would you rather have a quarterback like Russell Wilson, who mm-hmm. has been very good with the ball, able to get touchdowns and make plays? Fourth quarter comebacks, we know how that works. Mm-hmm. Or right now, would you rather have – a Joe Flacco where he's going to get you touchdown, he's going to get you interceptions, but he's also fighting over receivers. Mm-hmm. He's having 300-plus yards a game. So the interceptions really – the touchdowns really counteract the interceptions. He's able to keep your offense on the field. Like, I think that's what Sean's looking at. I'd mm-hmm. much rather have more interceptions if we're dicing people left mm-hmm. the way that I'm game planning for it. Yep, and I would absolutely take Flacco. I mean, I made the Brown Super Bowl bet before the game last week, and now I'm feeling, I'm feeling pretty good right now. I would take Flacco for sure, but Jared Stidham is not Joe Flacco. Well, like I, that's I, no, I, no, 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 no. He is not. Pointed to this, he said. Uh, I asked him earlier this week, "What do you see in Jared Stidham?" He says, "Go look at the 49ers game mm-hmm. that he played in last week." That is Joe Flacco, exactly what Joe Flacco <laughs> is doing this year. Yep. 365 uh, passing yards, three touchdowns. Two interceptions, so Joe Joe has the interceptions mm-hmm. as well. Yep. Uh, Jarrett is certainly not going to play a clean game, but three touchdowns. Exactly. And he put up 34 points mm-hmm. on 
arguably, if not just simply the best defense in the NFL. Now, again, he had uh, a very different game the following sure did, game did. the next week, but that is what Sean Payton sees. So, Todd, that's he sees Joe Flacco. This mm-hmm. year's Joe Flacco, which no. is not the best quarterback <laughs> in the not. NFL because you're certainly making mistakes as well, but he sees a guy that can sling the ball around from the pocket. Yep. Joe Flacco's not doing this on the run. He's doing no. it from the pocket. And Jared Stidham can move a little bit, but Jared Stidham, in Sean Payton's eyes, is going to win from the pocket, which is what Sean Payton wants. I Jared's uh, Joe Flacco's won a Super Bowl. Like Joe Flacco's been in the NFL for 15 years. I understand Jared that, Stidham but at the same starts. time, <laughs> but I, I understand it, but at the same time, he's not had a good year like this in a while. And I think True. that Sean feels like he can, I guess, recreate what's happening over there. Mm-hmm. And when you have a good defense... And when you have a running game, mm-hmm. and I think we need a we have a good running game. They just don't have a respectable passing game. So they're really? gonna load the box. They're gonna make you beat us. And Russell Wilson's not gonna pick you apart. So mm-hmm. we need, I think, a little bit more of, of a balance in our passing game to make teams kind of back off to make Javante even look better. Yeah. I, I, I don't think there's a running game. I don't think there can be a but passing why? game. Why is there no running game? I think the running back's legs are dead. Like I think we've just hit that point. Like, like they haven't. We haven't had a good running game in Denver in more than a month now. Like, it's just every week they're combining for three yards, three and a half yards per carry, and picking up eighty yards. Like, there's not much there. And, and have we had a good passing game in any of those games? No, no. But so that's teams the other are thing. Loading the box. Like you definitely. There's that. There's that. That aspect of it too. Like, there's a lot of things going wrong. But you don't have receivers. Like, if Cortland Sutton doesn't play this week, we saw it last week. Like you, you have Jerry Judy, you've got Brandon Johnson, you've got Marvin Mims. None of those guys have shown you anything at all at any point this season. They're all good enough. Were the Patriots wide receivers fire? When though, no. Randy Moss no, was, they, Wes Welker was. I'm talking oh, about these right. receivers oh, last right now. Week. Last and week. how they looked? They looked great last they week, right? But I, would, against, I was telling Zach against great competition, right? Yeah, but the ball was definitely. placed where it needed to be placed. But I was telling Zach in the press box, like with Cortland Sutton out, I thought Devontae Parker was the best receiver in that game. And they went and made those catches like like that's just a veteran who will go catch the ball. The Broncos don't have catchers of the football on the team without Cortland Sutton. I don't know. Like I, Jerry Judy's not making either of those catches he made, and those are the big ones for him. I don't, yeah, Jerry Judy needs to have a good game. That's he does. First Judy's going to have a good game. I think he will, you too. You think so? I think. Uh, I haven't talked to Jerry about this, so I'm not speaking for him. I think Jerry's thrilled about this move. I think Jerry definitely. Uh, yeah. He and Stidham are just like the boys, though. Like they're they're just like friends. Like they're talking all the time. I was just talking to both of them yesterday, and like they're they're definitely excited. And I do think there's something to that, but I also think there's something to uh, I. There's not much reason to think that Jarrett Stidham can be like an NFL like he's 27 and has only gotten two starts in his career. Like I don't. First of all, I don't think you need to see him these next two weeks. Like, I don't think that this has much to do at all with, like, whether he's the starter next year, anything like that, because he's going to be on the team. Russell Wilson's not going to be on the team, and they're either going to get a free agent or a rookie. And I don't think what Jarrett Stidham does these next two weeks really changes anything. I think that it's just a competition between whoever it is in the fall. But I, I, I just don't have any reason to believe that Jarrett Stidham is a real NFL quarterback. And again, hope he is all that sort of stuff, but he's a backup quarterback and has been for his career. I don't think he's going to be amazing. Like that's not what I'm yeah. trying to push, but I'm just, I just feel like he'll be able to get the ball to Jerry Judy, to Marvin Mims on time and down the field a little bit better than Russ has been doing these last couple weeks. Not huh. saying it's going to be amazing. I okay. don't think that, but I just think that he'll be able to do a little bit more in the completion uh, area than Russ has and do it more downfield. We yeah. also have to view this through Sean's eyes. Yes. Because mm-hmm. clearly, this is just oh, his yeah. show, and we're living in it as Ryan Clark blasted Sean today <laughs> on ESPN. It doesn't matter what, what anyone else thinks. Mm-hmm. And what we've seen, uh, and any time a backup comes in, uh-huh. a head coach is always going to say something nice about him, mm-hmm. and then it's easy to be like, he doesn't mean that. But with actions, that's different. He just yep. benched a healthy healthy Russell Wilson for Jared Stidham. Maybe the number one reason truly is the finances, but let's go even further back with mm-hmm. his actions. 30 minutes into the start of free agency, the Broncos' second free agent mm-hmm. signing was Jared Stidham, giving uh-huh. him a deal that no other team 
was going to give him. The Raiders thought that they were going to get him back easily. So they were shocked from what I'm told that he went and signed with the Broncos because mm -hmm. they thought like, oh, no, he's just going to come back here. We had him last year. We really liked him. He might even have an opportunity to be a starter for us after it's clear we're moving on from Derek Carr. Sean liked him so much that he went out and gave him a deal that he didn't even want to shop around. Yep. Jared just said, I'm taking that. Mm -hmm. And then at the owner's meetings in April, March or April, Sean said uh, he's a number two right now, but a guy that I truly think can be a starter. That is who Sean Payton thinks Jared mm -hmm. Stidham is. He's not saying he's going to be the next Drew Brees by yep. any means yep. and, and pumping him up where it's just absurd. Mm -hmm. But I do think that Sean truly mm -hmm. believes Jared Stidham gives the team a better chance to win this week and next week. I don't know if I go that far, but I definitely like Sean definitely likes Jarrett Stidham and probably enjoys playing that kind of offense more than he enjoys playing Russ's kind of offense. I think that's certain, but I also just think he's wrong. Like, <laughs> like I, he, I, I get that that's what he thinks, but I think yeah. like, that's fair for you I, think I don't that. know what he's seeing. I mean, we saw in the preseason, we saw it all training camp. Like again, I don't, I don't mean to come in here just like bash Jarrett Stidham because again, there's hasn't been a lot of tape. Completed 57% of his passes in the preseason. Mm -hmm. Like, training camp, he was the third best quarterback. So, like, that's what you have to work on. You have last year to, to work on. To be fair, like, Nucci was the best quarterback. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely, absolutely. But I just don't know how you get to this point. Like, I, I don't think they should move on from him after the season. Like, when you look at all the financial implications, it's, like, you basically pay the same amount to him these next two years, whether he's on the team or not. And the difference is... You've got to pay another $18 million the year after and $12 million the year after that. And at that point, I mean, the cap goes up $10, 15000000 bucks every year. There's a new TV deal. That money is not going to matter at this point. Like, you, I, I think not even just for this week. I think long-term, this is a massive mistake that sets the Broncos back because I don't see how they find a better quarterback than Russell Wilson next season. And that just... You're not wrong, Henry. And yeah. that just shows how much Sean does not like Russ yeah, and how absolutely. much Sean think not just doesn't like Russ as a quarterback, but how much he thought Russ was holding the team yep. back, yep. Mm -hmm. especially when you look at the stats and you're right. So many of the stats really outside of QBR and, and passing yards per game, yep. Russ is in the top 10 in the entire NFL, but, but primarily because our defense is putting him in good situations. It's definitely. He's gotten definitely. the ball in, inside the 10. I would venture to say more than any other quarterback in the league. Yeah, she can't score from there. Then you're truly trash. Like I'm not saying he's trash. <laughs> I think he's a phenomenal person. I think he's a yeah. good player. Yeah. But I will say he's been put in great positions by our defense. There's been a handful of times where it's been all Russ. Even these plays to Cortland. That's not Russ. Cortland is making those plays. And so, mm -hmm. I th even even when you want to talk about great quarterbacks, whether it be Tom Brady or. Uh, Peyton Manning, there's been times that we've all looked at those rosters like, who does he have to throw to? These guys, who mm -hmm. are these guys? And he goes out and he'll be leading the league in passing yards True. and making all these guys look like all-stars because yeah. of him. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like that's what Russ is not doing. And I feel like that's why Sean wants to see if Stidham can do a better job of just facilitating. Right? Yeah, and I, I definitely agree that Russ is not that guy. They're not getting that guy, though. Like, they're, they're just not getting that guy. Like, you go look this offseason, it's like, oh, well, they could go get Kirk Cousins. No, they couldn't. They're already $20 million over the cap, and they're paying Russ either way. Like, your options are, like, Josh Dobbs. No. Nope. Like, I don't, I don't even know who else is, is in that conversation. No, the option is a, the option a rookie. Is a rookie it's just a rookie. a rookie. And you look through the last two years of rookie quarterbacks, there have been two good ones, C.J. Stroud and Brock Purdy. And there have been a whole bunch of them who didn't work out. And that's why, like, maybe long-term, maybe by year three, year four, you've got something. But, like, you are downgrading at quarterback for the next two years. Ooh. I think this is the best class in a long time, though. Okay. It is. Overall, as far as, yeah. why, as, far as quarterbacks. No, it's going to be a rookie. No, it's going to be a rookie. It got to um, be a rookie. And uh, you know what, though? If a lot of people are questioning Sean Payton uh -huh. as a coach um, right now, there's no one else I would want to develop a rookie quarterback than Sean Payton. <laughs> See, right I, I go the other way. No, because you look, huh. there's in like his 17 years, 16 years of calling NFL offenses, he's been in the top five, yep. like 15 
of those uh -huh. years. And maybe it is all Drew Brees, but you also see what what he was able to take Drew, who was a good quarterback, uh -huh. and he made him a Hall of Fame quarterback. Yeah. So I do still trust Sean Payton when it comes to calling offenses. Huh. Um, and uh, we saw the writing on the wall from the beginning that Russ wasn't really his guy. Mm -hmm. So, And he got the most out of Russ. He turned Russ around in terms of a, a number standpoint from last year to this year. So from an offensive standpoint, I haven't lost confidence no, in Sean Payton. I don't think so. Either. No, I definitely haven't lost confidence in Sean Payton. Like, there's a lot of things he does well. I think that this is a mistake, but I also think a rookie quarterback, first of all, he's never worked with one. Like, he, he's had one top 100 pick as a quarterback ever and that's garrett grayson from up at csu never really played yet and I, you just look at his personality and the way he interacts with quarterbacks i think i think putting a 21 22 year old in that situation when he is he's just apt to you know kind of snap when things don't go the right way it would take a very specific type of quarterback to to really mesh with that and i i I personally just don't think that his sort of approach to the game, you know, is what you're saying angered. is Caleb Williams wouldn't really <laughs> mesh well with those John. two would hate each other before the season starts. Yeah, it's going to take a man. And it is. It and is. for me, if I'm if I'm playing on the team or I'm watching the team, I would like a man at my quarterback. So okay. I'm okay with Sean being okay. harsh. I'm okay with him yelling. I'm okay with him snapping. But okay. the young man that's going to come in and take the role has to be able to handle it. Uh -huh. And if you're going to be a phenomenal quarterback in the NFL. Whether your coach is Bill Belichick, you're going to get snapped on and you're going to have to deal with it. That's what the great ones do. You think Andy Reid's not yelling at Patrick Mahomes every once in a while? It happens. Okay. That's what it takes to be great. And if you can't handle it, I mean, I don't want you on my as my quarterback anyway. Man, Fair enough. I love it. And we've got so much more time to talk about this conversation <clears throat> because this is going to dominate not just the Broncos mm -hmm. offseason. This conversation is going to dominate the NFL offseason. But maybe we're talking about postseason for the Broncos. Let's get into maybe. some playoff predictions. And if you want to bet on the Broncos making the playoffs, you can do that mm -hmm. over at DraftKings. Henry, do you know what the odds are for the Broncos to make the playoffs? I have over no at idea. Um, 20 to 1? I don't know. I, I don't know off the top of my head. Um, would you mind see. looking that up if you can find it? Because what you can do to DraftKings, all you have to do is bet $5 after using code DNVR over at DraftKings to sign up. They're going to give you $200 in bonus bets instantly. And with those bonus bets, you can bet on the Broncos to make the playoffs. You can bet mm -hmm. on Saturday night football this week. Mm -hmm. We got the Lions and the Cowboys. Then, of course, a full day of football on Sunday. So get in, head over to DraftKings Sports, but also bowl games going on this week. So no better time to be in than right now. Use that code DNVR to get that deal over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Um, I'm almost there, but they actually offered me a deposit bonus yesterday. Love those. So you get those even when you're not like a new customer. Yeah. So this one was like a 25% deposit bonus. I can't remember what the limits were. It was like up to $2,000. So you get up to $500 in free bets. Right. So I took like an hour last night thinking like, okay, how much money am I going to put in here? Because you get, you get the, the more you put in, the better. Yeah. Um, and so I was like, I'll just take out what I have in there as a withdrawal. And, uh, then and then double it and in. put it back Damn, in. Smart, that's that's why I came smart. up with. So I'm playing with free bets this weekend, Damn, which is a lot of fun. Love it. There you go. Um, when my you, tabs when, open. When I'll you come look, back to it. When you look for that, I'll tell you about if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Visit uh, www.1800gambler.net. New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino Resort in Kansas. Licensee partner in Golden Lake, Lake Charles, Louisiana. 21 place plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus best expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football turns for eligibility and deposit restrictions. Turn Terms, responsible gaming resources. I didn't leave you hanging there, no, Todd. You I appreciate you. <laughs> Eleven to one odds. Mm, the Broncos? Yeah. So you're telling me there's a chance. I mean, the, it's better than the twenty to one that you thought, and I honestly well, thought it was gonna be twenty to one as well. I mean, that's what the yeah. percentages are. Yeah, yeah. But they'll offer you eleven to one. <laughs> <laughs> And shout out to our friends over at Price Picks. Price Picks is the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America. They are the easiest and most exciting way to play. It's just you against the numbers. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, you pick more than or less than or two to six player stats, projections, and watch the winnings roll in. Uh, Price Picks is a really cool, uh, really cool app. And me and my cousins were talking about it this morning. You can even bet on stuff like uh, the slapping 
Uh, yeah, so you can bet like over under of slabs or uh, who will get knocked out first. So go to pricepicks.com forward slash DNVR and use the code DNVR for your for a deposit match of up to a hundred dollars. That's prizepicks.com forward slash DNVR and use the code DNVR. Daily fantasy sports made easy. And one more thing. Broncos are closing out their season this weekend at home, and that means we're closing out our tailgate season. Make sure to stop by our tailgate. If you're going to the game this weekend, we're going to have snarf sandwiches, fire pits, because it's going to be a little chilly. We're going to have so many games. Of course, we got alcohol, food, uh, spirits from Breckenridge Distillery, and Spirit Hound. And Breck Brew's going to be there giving out beer with their Optimus Prime truck. Ooh, so if you want to check is. that out, Check out our tailgate. Make sure to get your tickets over at the DNVR.com and join us. Okay, let's get into the playoff conversation. And there's two ways the Broncos can make the playoffs. Because the Chiefs are, as Henry says, one of the three or four Mm -hmm. worst teams in the NFL right now. Yeah, they suck. The Broncos can still make the playoffs by winning the division (coughs) and hosting a playoff game. So maybe this actually isn't our last tailgate of the season if the Broncos win the AFC West. And that path is very straightforward. Mm-hmm. Broncos win their mm-hmm. final two games, which would be including a win over the Raiders. So it doesn't matter what the Raiders do this week. The Raiders can win. Fine. Doesn't matter. Because mm-hmm. then the Broncos can beat them in week 18. And then the Chiefs have to lose out. And yep. the Chiefs are at home this week to the Bengals. I believe they're a seven-point favorite. And then who do the Chiefs finish against? Oh, the Chargers. Sorry. Yep. So then the Chargers would have to beat the Chiefs. If the Chiefs fall that far from grace and the Broncos win out, boom, they win the AFC West. If not... And we're talking about a playoff push or a wild card spot. Mm-hmm. Things get a lot more messy. So yep. let's break down what that path looks like. And we've got a graphic from, I believe, NFLPlayoffScenarios.com oh. to kind of help us work through this. And Henry, why don't you take us through? Uh, this is for what we, yeah. what the Broncos need this weekend. But you kind of mentioned it earlier. What do the Broncos need in general to make a, to make the playoffs? So basically, <laughs> basically, the Browns have one of the wild card spots. Um, yep. That just that one's gone. Yep. So there's two left, and there's really say four things that could happen. Maybe there's like a couple more, but there's basically four things that could happen um, with a win. Either the Bills or the Steelers would not necessarily guarantee themselves one of those spots but we guarantee that they're in front of the broncos and so the broncos could not get one so as soon as the bills win a game Mm. there's only one spot left Mm. that the broncos could get as soon as the steelers win a game there's only one spot left um that's why in the elimination graphic there you see they're just eliminated if the bills and the steelers both win this week right Mm -hmm. right, the bills play patriots so that's likely um and And so the bills are rolling too yep so patriots they're kind of putting Patriots things together all of a, a sudden. Bit. They're also rolling, um, <laughs> but yes, yeah, so you got the the Bills Patriots, um, and then after that, the Bills will play the Dolphins. So if somehow the Patriots pull it off, that's actually in pretty good shape. Um, and uh, the you're right. Well, if the Bills win this week, then it yep. doesn't matter. Yep. Exactly. So so that's what you're looking at. So you're kind of hoping for a miracle there, but if you get that miracle, you're actually in great shape for a wild card spot because the Bills will have a tough matchup. The Steelers, though, is where you really look um, and say they're on the road the next two weeks, first against the Seahawks and then against the Ravens. Those are two very losable games. Mm -hmm. The Seahawks are very much competing for playoffs right now, so they have everything to play for. Yep, and so the way I look at it is you need the Steelers to lose those two. You probably just accept that the Bills are going to win this weekend, and if not, the door is kind of more open, way more open next week. And then there's the third thing, and that is the AFC South. So the AFC South is a mess. It's there's a nightmare. There's three teams, all eight and six. The tiebreakers are weird. Um, the Texans are in there because uh, or the Texans are who the Broncos don't want to finish tied second. Right. Yeah, exactly, tied with. So the winner will get the, the division title. They get the home game. They're not in the wild card race. Um, and then you'll probably have two more teams potentially tied for that next spot. Um, And what the Broncos want is for the Jaguars to be the number two team in that division, because that's the team they win the tiebreaker with. And it gets kind of messy with like who they could tie and who all that, all that works out. 
Um, but that's what they really want is the Jaguars to finish second because then the Broncos get them in the tiebreaker as long as the Jaguars <laughs> lose to the Titans next week out on the road in what could be Derrick Henry's last game. So those are those are kind of how you look at it. Um, and Dang. odds are the Jaguars do finish second probably, but they have to lose that game in particular. Um, so what you need to be rooting for, mm. essentially, root against the Steelers, root against the Bills. Um, I guess before all that, root against the Chiefs because that's the right. very clear path also that uh-huh. maybe is a little bit optimistic, but you never know. Um, root against the Steelers, root against the Bills, root against the Chiefs, and then root for everybody in the AFC South to do the same thing mm-hmm. um, so that they continue to be tied because the way the tiebreakers work out, there's Wait, just a lot of ways. Do the same thing. Explain that. Uh, either they either, all lose or they all win. Either exactly. all lose or all win. Um, and there's... There's like quirks to that where if one wins and the other loses, then you want this one to win or lose. We don't need to get into that. Uh-huh. But they all play, I think, at the same time. So you're rooting yeah. all win, all lose. Ideally, all lose. But it really doesn't matter all that much. Um, so that's kind of where they stand. And again, by the numbers, they change consistently. It's usually right around 19%. If the Broncos win out, they make the playoffs. Um, so one in five. So I don't know. You roll, roll a die at 19%. Roll six and you got it, got in, which isn't great, but it is what it is. Our best option is the uh, Bills and the Steelers to lose, but I feel like how far ahead are the Ravens? The Ravens, thing, yeah, yeah. So they probably they're not even going to play their starters their last game. Yeah, so they're like basically Mm. done for the season. Well, the Dolphins are right there too. The Dolphins are eleven and four. So if the Ravens win this week, there we go. They clinch because they play each other. uh, this week, yeah. yeah. Yes, if the Ravens win this week and the Dolphins, wait, they play each other this week. Ravens, Ravens, Dolphins, Dolphins yeah. So uh, that'll, yeah. that'll oh, yeah. decide so the tiebreaker. So you so really will be want determined? the Dolphins this week too? Because yes. then the Ravens play hard. Because okay. then yeah, because the Ravens have to Ravens, play. Dolphins? Um, yeah. And who's what's who's at third right now? Um, technically, it's the Chiefs, but the team with the third best record is the oh. Browns. Oh, okay. And they're eleven and so five. They, so the best they can do is twelve and five. And technically, the Ravens, if they lose mm-hmm. out, would be 12-5 and five as well. But, yeah, it all comes down this way. Because okay. if they win, well, the Browns can't catch them. No one can catch them. Yeah. Then, and the Chiefs wouldn't be able. No, Chiefs, could, Chiefs are at Chiefs nine. Chiefs are nine and That's six. Right. So they they couldn't catch them. Six. So, by yeah. the way, this is going to be the guarantee. The Chiefs are guaranteed to have their worst record ever yep. with Patrick Mahomes, a quarterback. This is the first year they're, they're not, not going to get to 12 wins People in the regular season. For some, I got a really good read on the Chiefs. I knew last year. I knew this year. I feel good about it. Right now. Who do they're you guys... so trash. 11 and 6. <laughs> they're so bad. They're so bad. We will be praying they're for terrible. 11 and 6 right now. Oh, my God. Now. Right now, who do, you, who do you think wins the AFC? Not not the one the seed, but who wins and yeah. is in the Super Bowl? The Ravens. If Lamar keeps playing like the way he's playing and uh, the defense is playing really well at the same time, yeah. um, I think the Ravens have it. Because I don't think the... I don't think the the Bills are too iffy. The mm-hmm. Dolphins are too iffy. The Chiefs are too iffy. I think the only consistent team has been the Ravens. Yep. And I do think the Dolphins, I might take them over the Ravens if the Dolphins get home field in the playoffs. Like it, like if the Ravens have to go to Miami in that AFC championship game, I the, the Dolphins in Miami are sick. Like, I don't know how you beat them. Like, they're just so fast. And the heat. if they have to go up to Baltimore, though, they might lose that one by 30. So then do you think the <laughs> Dolphins will beat the Ravens this week? Because they have to do that in order to get home field. Uh, yeah, like probably not. Yeah. Probably not. But, I mean, you go play the game. Like, I I didn't think the Broncos would lose to the Patriots either. So where does that leave us? Um, <laughs> the, the, the other one. You should have with your is, guns and said this, that they were going to lose. I don't want to be that guy. That's <laughs> nobody wants to hear that. Um, what do you mean? You've been that guy with the Chiefs for years now. Uh-huh. I'm saying the Chiefs are bad all year. Um, I I think the Browns are honestly sneaky. I think in the way that any team can win any game in the NFL, if there was a team that could go on the road and steal a game, that defense <laughs> is the best defense in the NFL. It sucks they don't have Nick Chubb, but that offensive line is one of the best offensive lines in the NFL. And you've got... Amari Cooper out there. You didn't even have Amari Cooper last night, which is crazy. That's who Jerry Judy says is the best receiver in the NFL. Just there's a fun fact. I I I wouldn't be surprised if they actually do go steal a game, just because they can win so many different ways all of a sudden. Yeah, they're good. They're not beating the Ravens though. I doubt it. I mean, divisional game. Divisional game helps. Yeah. I think the Browns lose in the first round. 
Oh boy. The magic just fizzles. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I mean, I've been standing by that for a couple of weeks and I've just been proven wrong time and time again uh-huh. with Joe, but it's yeah. going to run out, right? Yeah, I think I mean, so. it's a dude I mean, that was on his couch a month ago. <laughs> but <laughs> at uh, some point. He just comes from that era of like quarterbacks who just like are smart and pick their matchups and just get the ball where it needs to go, puts it on the money. Like every quarterback now just feels like it's like... We got a bunch of dummies trying to play. Exactly. It's all dummies now. Like everybody's like, oh, there's no scoring in the NFL. It's like, well, you you should just have like geniuses in shotgun who knew everything the defense was doing. Those quarterbacks... Not, I was thinking like Peyton Manning, Ben Roethlisberger, Phillip Rivers, not so much Ryan Fitzpatrick. But Joe Flacco's from that era. Like this whole era is now like the make a second play, like like ex- oh it's not there at first, like break a tackle, leak out, get open. Joe can just stand there and put the ball where it needs to be and give receivers a chance. And when those receivers are David and Joku, all of a sudden, and Amari Cooper, and I mean Elijah Moore has looked awesome too. But I don't know if I buy that quite yet. That like, scared me last night though. Yeah, I like had chills. I couldn't yeah. even like. I kept thinking about it. Like that was scary. Yeah, that was scary. That was scary. And hopefully he's okay. Yeah. Um, but. Amari Cooper, like, he's one of those receivers who just say, like, go ball. It's like, oh, they're sitting off? Come back. It's like, oh, there's there's no help inside where you're isolated over there? Just quick little slant. Like, you can do that whole, like, 14 targets to him all game. And Joe Flacco's the kind of quarterback who can take that matchup. That's it's, old school football. It's all quarterback based, though, everything. Because Amari Cooper had fizzled out. Oh, yeah. He completely fizzled out. Yeah, and Joku 100%. looks good, but he flashed, but it wasn't, like, consistent. Yep. This yep. is all because of quarterback play. It and is. that's why Sean has made the decision <laughs> <laughs> to move on from Russell Wilson. And, and if he had Joe Flacco sitting right there, well, I guess we wouldn't have you seen Joe Flacco Nobody wanted Joe to start this <laughs> it's season. True. It's true. It's true. It's true. If Joe was it's coming true. in, even with even with the Browns, nobody thought that Joe no. was going to do anything. Nope. But but if, if, like, somehow magically, like, the Browns are just like, ah, actually, Joe, we're going back to DTR. Like, this was you fun. Want Joe to come back here? <laughs> I mean, for these last two weeks, how could you not? There's oh, like, I thought you were talking about next season. No, 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 oh, no, okay. no, 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 no. I mean, there's like, what, four teams in the NFL who wouldn't want Joe Flacco next week? Who wouldn't take Joe Flacco over their starter? Maybe more than four. Maybe like yeah, eight. Yeah, I think, I think there'd be a lot that... Jags would take him. John Elway was right on Joe Flacco. Just entering his prime. Years later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Joe, Joe looks nice. I mean, what are these stats? Is it five games in a row he has 300 yards? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, he. Uh, I think he just fell short of having the most passing yards in a month in NFL history. Yep. You know the only quarterback that has more in one single month? Who? Peyton. Yep. Yep. In 2013, uh, that record-setting uh, season. That is just how good Joe's been playing yeah. for a month. Sheesh. It is wild. I won so much money. I had him over 300 passing yards last night at, like, plus 250. And he was at... What halftime? Two ninety four. So he went to halftime at two ninety six. Finished with three oh nine. No way. He had yep. fifteen yards. <laughs> yeah. Oh my! But I mean, gosh. they just ran the ball the entire time. The, uh, I had a parlay, the, and this was the big one. Like this is the one that would have like I would be like I wouldn't be here today. Um, I, I would like call in sick. Oh. I'd be. I might be in Vegas. All I needed was Vegas. one Kareem Hunt catch. Didn't throw to him all game wow. until like the third to last drive. He goes out in the flat. And Joe just sails one over his head. Oh, no. What were, the, what were the odds on it? Uh, it was like 10 to 1, 11 to Oof, 1. Dang. Yeah, that dang. one was a shame. One catch for Kareem Hunt. Damn. Uh, Speaking of odds, you probably want to start planning for college for your kids soon. And you can do that with our friends over at College Invest, where it's important mm. to start saving for college as early as possible. And College Invest makes it easy with flexible savings plans. You'll benefit from a Colorado tax deduction as well. And your savings can be used for trade schools and apprenticeships nationwide. So if you want to open one for yourself or you want to open one for one of your kids, go to collegeinvest.org to check them out and check out msu denver speaking of learning um if you want to use your college MSU, invest. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. also oh, you got shit. three boys right todd yep just get three football scholarships that's all they need they, exactly <laughs> there's no there's no saving there just uh-uh. just get them get them on the team there you go you either get a scholarship um, or you're gonna be right in front of dmvr with a sign <laughs> <laughs> yes one or the other or msu denver which is a great option for just about anybody um because they just offer so many different programs, including a bunch of programs that you can just create yourself. So you you can pick your own major and say, here's what I want to study, and they'll help you go through this whole process. They've got in-person classes, um, online 
classes, hybrid classes. So you can really just build whatever sort of experience that you want. Um, personally, I would go in person because that's a really cool campus over there because it's right next to Ball Arena. And so like before before like the NBA Finals games, like they'll just pack that entire campus with yeah. like I think like the chain smokers were there. They had like the TNT guys like Shaq and Kenny and all those guys who like doing their show from like on that campus, which is awesome. And maybe that happens other places. Does not happen at the University of Montana though, that's for sure. Um so if you guys want to get in for spring twenty twenty four Applications are still open. Um, whether you've already gone to school and want to get another degree, whether you didn't finish, whether you're just starting or just about to graduate, whatever it is, they've got 90 majors. They've got 10 graduate programs. Got courses in line, in person, both. So go to msudenver.edu. All right. Let's. So, Henry, you boiled the playoff picture down, and yep. it's, it's messy. Yeah. It is messy. To say It'll the be least. super clear after this week. So, we've actually got that graphic. Let's pull it up, you hear, to make it super clear for this week. We're also going to be putting this out on social media. Let's get the graphic, actually, of uh, what the Broncos need. No, not that one. The one that the Broncos need uh, to happen this week and what they can't have happen with the elimination. You had it up earlier. There, there we, go. we go. There's a bunch of crap. <laughs> so the Broncos have to win. Yeah. If the Broncos lose, they sure do. They're done. And honestly, if the Broncos lose this week and they lose back-to-back games to the Chargers and to the Patriots, they don't deserve to make the playoffs. No one's going to feel sorry for them. Yeah. And people... Uh, Probably aren't going to be tuning in week 18, and the Broncos kind of had that coming themselves. Please tune in, though. Uh, yeah, Please tune stay. in to us. <laughs> yeah. you, oh, not to the, the game. game. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. listen to us. Um, don't tie either. You shouldn't be tying the Chargers, so don't yeah. tie. That just will make things really messy, too. Um, so what you're rooting for is what Henry said. Mm-hmm. You want the Bills and or the Steelers to lose. Yep. And if just one of those happens... Broncos are fine. <coughs> then, Henry, you also mentioned how messy the AFC South is. You want um, what What you – or let, let's go through these in a, in a different way. I'm going to ask you guys what you think is going to happen, and then we're going to see if the Broncos oh, okay. are going to be alive. Oh, um, and real quick, just with this graphic, too, for anybody watching, this is for the wild card elimination. Yep. You still have the whole, like, division Chiefs lose twice thing. Right, exactly. Just to be clear. Do you think the uh, Patriots beat the Bills? Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. Okay. Well, I don't know. Oh. I don't know. I don't. I don't like the Bills this year. I don't either. As a whole. Patriots um, beat them earlier. Yeah, and they've they've been playing just really bad football. Like the last game, people who they played, but they shouldn't even have won that game. I agree. And so, maybe the maybe the Patriots beat the Bills. Mm. I agree that maybe the Patriots beat the Bills. I can't pick the Patriots, but I don't think it's like shut. Oh, cut and, dry, cut and dry is what I was looking go. for. Cut and dry. It's not cut and dry. So, Todd, who do you think wins? Dang, I, I'm going to say the Bills. The yeah, Bills, okay. It's, Bills. In, it's in Buffalo. I agree with you. I do think that there's very, it's very much uh, a possibility that they yeah. lose, yeah. though. Belichick's um, motivated. Steelers going into Seattle to play the Seahawks. Who wins that game? Who's Seahawks. the Steelers quarterback now? Uh, Rudolph. Mason Rudolph. That's Rudolph. This week. Uh, yeah, I'll take Gino. Yep. Wait, is Gino back? He is, yes, yeah. he is. He was back, back last week, too. I, I know. Think. I was yeah. so locked into all the other stuff. So I'm taking the Seahawks as well. I'm taking Seahawks. Okay, so then the Broncos still alive. In the first scenario, um, will the Texans beat the Titans? So now this is another scenario where all of these things have to happen in uh-huh. order for the Broncos to be eliminated this week. Will the Texans beat the Titans in Houston? I believe CJ Stroud is back. Let me K- check this. K-Jack player? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Yeah. CJ Stroud says he's back. Yeah. I'll take the Texans. I I agree. That's bad news for the Broncos, but many other things still have to happen. Do uh, the Colts beat the Raiders in Indianapolis? Colts, Raiders, Indianapolis. No. I think the Raiders are going to win. I think the Raiders Raiders win that one as well. Crazy enough, you want the Raiders to win this game because it doesn't matter. The Broncos control their own destiny when it comes to the Raiders, so... That's what you want to happen. Yeah. You want the Raiders to actually beat the Colts here. Uh, and I think that'll happen. So then it doesn't matter what happens in the rest of this scenario because the Broncos are good. They're going to be yeah. alive uh, with this. Um, now, will the Panth... No, we already had that. That's it. All right. If, if those things happen, and there's other scenarios that can also mm-hmm. bust um, or that can help the Broncos too, if those things happen, Broncos are going to be alive as long as they take win. care of business. Something <laughs> they were yep. not able to do last week. So we just picked some games. Let's go around the rest of the AFC 
and pick or AFC West and officially make our Broncos picks. Are both of you taking the Raiders to beat the Colts in our official picks? Yeah, I officially yep. will take the Raiders. Henry, uh, you yep, doing it too? I got the Raiders. All right, you're taking the Raiders. Let's see, Alexis is taking the Raiders as well. This is uh, this is looking good for the Broncos. I'm also going to take the Raiders here, um, and we're still waiting on Ryan's picks. But let's go to the Chiefs Bengals game. Henry, uh, you've been talking about shit. I've got the Bengals. Shit. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I I don't know how you couldn't dance. I mean, Bengals won three or four. It sucks that they lost last week. They kind of got stomped by the Steelers, but like you look at what they've done before that. And there's wins against Jacksonville wins against Indianapolis win against the Vikings. Like Vikings might not make the playoffs, but the other two probably will. I mean, they're rolling right now and the chiefs are not, not good. Chiefs are not good. We saw, did you guys see on the sideline? Um, Andy Reid bumping. Yep. And uh-huh. then bumping, uh, Travis Kelsey after. Mm-hmm. There's, they're falling apart, potentially. They are. And they really <sighs> fall apart if they lose this game. The thing is, like, I feel like they fell apart, like, three weeks ago, and they just keep falling. Mm. Like, there's... I, they're, they're already apart. I don't know how much farther they can go, but they seem to keep trying. Mm. Todd? Are they falling apart to the extent yeah. of losing to the Bengals? I just feel like at some point they get it together. Not to where they're, like, the Chiefs of the past, but... You know, I think they play respectable football at some point, Yeah. you know, throughout the rest of the year. So I'm going to say the Chiefs are going to win this one just because, you know, it's a, it's a tough group. They've been together for a long time. I know tempers flare, but we've been around each other for years. Like, mm-hmm. there should be a way to kind of, like, recalibrate, get this thing back on track to some extent to, build, to beat the Bengals without their starting quarterback. Mm-hmm. I think they do it. Yeah. I just Patrick Mahomes, mm-hmm. Jake Browning in – Giha Stadium. Trash day. Yeah, trash yeah. stadium. <laughs> um, it's a good place for them to play, though. So I'm going Chiefs. Alexis is going Chiefs. Uh, I'm not sure about Ryan yet, but Henry, you could pick up a game on I all could. of us. How far back am I? You are. So here's the standings. Ryan is 34 and 17, first place. Me and Alexis are tied at 31 20 for second wow. place. Todd, or no, actually, oh, Todd, you are one game behind us at 30 and 21 henry you're gonna need a lot more than one game damn you're 26 and 25 oh, barely dang. above 500 that's what i get for picking the broncos all year <laughs> <laughs> pretty sure all of us have got caught in that you've that's just true. been even worse with the rest of the afc west wow yeah so it all comes down to the broncos if the broncos are going to be alive after this weekend they simply have to beat a bad Chargers team. Vegas thinks that the Broncos are still going to win, but don't have as good of a chance with Jared Stidham. I want to know what you guys think. Let's get our Broncos picks after I tell you about Breckenridge Beer, or we're going to have Breckenridge Brewery at the DNVR tailgate. We've got Breckenridge Beer at the DNVR bar. That shows just how much we love it. We've put our stamp of approval on it. It's the official beer of DNVR. And if you want to get some Broncos country hoppy pale ale this weekend, Breckenridge Brewer is going to have that for you. You can be rocking the Broncos old school D on your beer can. Mm -hmm. Because Breckenridge Beer is that official beer of the Broncos as well. So check them out at breckbrew.com. You can get or figure out exactly where to get Breckenridge Beer over at breckbrew.com. They've got the beer locator. So check out the official beer of DNVR this week. It's a Breckbrew Friday too. So make sure to get some. And shout out to our friends over at Shady Rays. If you want to look good, feel good, play good, you got to make sure that your shades are good. And Shady Rays definitely has you covered. And right now, if you use the code DMVR, you get 50% off two or more polarized shades. You can take on the sun with gear that's built to last. Our friends over at Shady Rays have you covered for the sun ahead and also with premium polarized shades at an affordable price. Uh, they're an independent sunglass company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair that I've ever worn. They have durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. They have shades. They have goggles. If you want to hit the slopes, they got you covered. Go check out our friends over at Shady Rays and tell them DMVR sent you. All right, let's get into our Broncos picks, and that means our parting shots for the weekend presented by Breckenridge Distillery. Are the Broncos' playoff chances going to be alive? Let's do it with – you want to take a shot, Henry? Shata. Uh, we gotta go practice. We gotta go. Oh, young Shata. Up there, up the finger guns. Josie Jewel. I asked uh, Jonathan Cooper yesterday. He said he appealed, but still hasn't heard back. Mm. So they still don't know if they're getting fined for the finger Ooh. guns. 
Uh, Cooper. Josie, Josie got the fine. I didn't talk to him, but oh, I imagine he hasn't heard back either. I was about either. to say, we got some problems if only Jonathan's getting fined. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait, what happened? So, Josie got fined. Jonathan Cooper got fined. Alex was on the broadcast multiple times with the finger guns. Didn't get fined. Mm. So there was there were multiple people in the locker room saying, uh -huh. like, hey, maybe you should chip in for this stuff. <laughs> Last I heard, Alex did not agree. Hopefully the fines are just, like, taken away again. Yeah. It, you don't get fined with parting shots by Breckenridge Distillery. That's always safe. So check that out our friends true. over at BreckenridgeDistillery.com. All right, Todd, fire us up. How's this game going to go? Man, in that trash stadium. I love how trash it is. All right, Todd. Broncos going to win. How is this game going to go down? Since we haven't really broke down the game, we can go through and break down the game as well. Yeah, I think that it's going to be a good game for the Broncos. I do think that Jared Stidham is going to bring a little bit of energy, um, similar to that new head coach boost. I think that guys are going to be ready to play. Guys are going to feel like it's a new opportunity, um, specifically guys like Jerry Judy, that wide receiver room. I think they're excited for what's to come not saying that anybody hates Russell Wilson but I just think they're excited for mm -hmm. a new opportunity so I see the Broncos really having a great game and a great game plan that's the thing like we look at Jared Stidham's stats in the preseason like nobody's game plan in the preseason mm -hmm. we're not telling you where to go with the football yep. we're just like we put a play up and we see how everybody runs it um, this will be a much more dialed in detailed uh, game plan for this game so I look for Jared to sit him to have some easy throws, some throws to get him going. And so I think the Broncos will take it, man. I think the Broncos will win 24 to 6. Oh, big numbers. Um, I think it'll be a good game for the Broncos. So this the, the Jared Stidham move doesn't just juice the offense up, it juices the entire team up. Yeah, for sure. Because, I mean, they scored late in the game last time we played yep. them. We really held them. It's true. Um, so I think it'll be a good game. Yep. I, I go the other way. You know, uh, that, that first practice after the, the decision came out, and granted, it's only like a couple hours later, the most, it, it was quiet in there. Like, it was weird. Like, you walk in, like, usually it's like everybody's dancing, having fun. They're like going all that stuff. But it was a lot of just like standing still, like just robotic. No, I want to say like going through the motions, but just like it was, it was uncomfortable yeah. as it should be. And yesterday, yesterday in the locker room, everything had more energy obviously like i wouldn't say russ was in like the greatest headspace but it was it was the voting day for the top 100 yeah and for like the pro bowl and so everybody's like having fun filling things out mitchell for getting put on ballots the long snapper and so like the energy did kind of come back a little bit so i wonder if it bounces back but that first practice i i looked at that team and thought like they're they're done like they they know this is kind of like the We've moved on. Like we we blew it last week. We made the change. It's over, and, and the it bounce back a little bit, and hopefully that kind of continues. But I I I kind of go the opposite way that you went. But Dang. hopefully they kind of rally. Um, I got I got Chargers sixteen nine. I think that's Chargers that's winning. Did. Yeah, Chargers win sixteen nine. Wow, uh, it's tough because. It's hard when the guy's still there. Usually exactly. when we make a big move exactly. like that, like <laughs> a Randy Gregory, like he's going, okay, let's, you know what I'm saying, yeah. we're going to turn things around. But he's still there. He's still practicing. Like yeah. we yeah. can't actually show if we are happy. Exactly. You have to look Good sad. Point. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Point. It's and, tough. And it does seem that's what it's. I was surprised at least a couple of people I talked to had Russ on their <coughs> top 20 or top 100 ballots. They like ranked their top 20 or whatever for the NFL top 100. And I was just like, yeah, so who'd you put on there? And they'd be like, oh, Tyreek Hill, uh, you know, we got uh, uh, Sauce was on there, Pat was on there, Russ was on there. There were a few of those guys. And, like, when you have guys, like, still putting Russ on that ballot, Cortland was the other one on the team who got on there a, a bunch. I bet just Russ like, still makes the top 100. I bet he does. No way. I bet, I he, bet does. he does. I bet he does. No I mean, they, they always have, like, 10 quarterbacks at least Yeah, quarterbacks can like, dominate top the top, the top, 10 quarterback. top 100. Yeah. I would be shocked. Really? I bet you. Bro, I was pizza going bet through. Pizza bet. Oh, I'll definitely put a pizza bet on that. We yeah. haven't, we haven't had pizza bets in months. Do you know a pizza bet? 
No, you bet whoever you exactly. bet wins pizza. Yeah, you say something. Yeah. And then we always forget. <laughs> You're smart, Todd. <laughs> yeah, you figured that out. You figured that one out. I'm owed like five pizzas, and I don't even remember from who. Oh, man. I'm owed a, a nice dinner from you that and That is Ryan. true. We, we made it through a whole season. A nice yep, dinner. That's yep, right. We got to yep. go get that figured out. Maybe in Vegas. <laughs> Ooh. They've okay. got some nice. Okay. Go. Some Maybe fun. I shouldn't have yep, said yep, that. Yep. Um, Cash in on that. Yeah, we'll see. Our cash will approve. I'm not allowed to make those decisions. <laughs> um, I think that because of Sean Payton putting together, um, and maybe this is a, a slight at rest, but I think Sean's going to put together a great game plan for yeah. Jared Stidham, and Jared Stidham is going to execute it. And uh, I think that Jared Stidham puts up a season high in points for wow. the Broncos oh. this week. Wow. Sean is going to get in his bag. This is going to be Sean Payton. He's got a lot of heat. Not just nationally and from like Ryan Clark today. He has got so much heat from Broncos country. Yeah. A lot of Broncos countries out on Sean, or at least really out on this decision on Sean. I think Sean's going to get everyone back, at least in Broncos mm-hmm. country, with what he does this week. And I think he knows how much is at stake. So I think he's going to put up 34 mm-hmm. points. And Todd, it also helps that they're playing a trash yeah. Chargers team, as you call them, trash. 34 17. Broncos win in dominating fashion. I think their season and playoff hopes are still alive after wow. this week. And Sean is looking uh, better than he has all season after this game right here. Alexis is going uh, the Henry Chisholm route. She has the Broncos losing 20-17. to 17, And I'll get Ryan's picks when I know that. I have no idea where Ryan's going to go here. But I think this is <laughs> going to be uh, a Jerry-Judy game. Big yeah. time. Yeah. Jerry-Judy game. The Broncos have 100-yard rusher and receiver combined in this season. Yeah. You know who it is? They only have one Mm. game where a player has either had 100 rushing yards or 100 receiving yards. One this entire season. What game that was? Or Or you know who it is? Yeah. Marvin Mims? Yep. Marvin Mims. Yep. You know what game it was? It was a while ago. It It was was a while ago. (laughs) Think about the first best... The first best game the Broncos had. Uh, the first good game. Okay, it was a early game. It was yep. an early game, yep. It was... No, we lost the Commanders. Yep, lost to the Commanders. was not that. You're right. I don't You're even right remember who we thinking, beat. Though. Yep, yep, yep. They That's really shouldn't have won. <laughs> it did not it look like the, they were going to win for a long time. It wasn't, it wasn't, the, it wasn't the Bears game. It was the Bears. It was game. the Bears. Okay. Game. That yep. was the first win. And I they should have lost that one too. Yeah, yeah. And I believe Marvin had one big catch near the oh, end of the game in order to ice it and put the Broncos in position to win that game. That's what put him over 100 yards. That's the only player that has 100 yards that's not a quarterback wow. in a single game. I think Jerry does it this week. Let's I think Jerry it. Judy oh. is going to have a hundred yard game. And uh, this isn't just against like Russ. It's I think. The Broncos likely aren't going to have Cortland Sutton. He's still in the concussion protocol. So Jerry is the number one by far. And Jerry also just works better uh, with a a timing quarterback Uh that Sean is going to make Jarrett Stidham this week. So I expect a massive game from maybe 150 yards from Jerry Judy. Jarrett Stidham is going to be close to 300 yards. We might be looking at the best statistical game from a quarterback in terms of passing that we've seen. And the final thing I want to do with you guys is see what type of game you think Jarrett Stidham is going to have. I'm going to throw a stat line out. I'm going to throw individual stats out. You tell me if he's going to have more or less than these stats. 204 passing yards. I think he's going to have more than that. Really? I go under. I mean, Rust rarely hits 200. There's the problem. (laughs) (laughs) Um, One and a half passing touchdowns. Ooh. Uh... I'm going to say over. Over. Yeah, uh, here's taking the over, too. I got the under. You got the under. Half an interception. So will he have Ooh. an interception? Yeah, I think he's going to have an interception. Yeah, here's going yep. yes, too, Henry. Yeah. Yep. You think, like, if I put that number at, like, five and a half, are you still taking the over? I'm not taking the over on that. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, I can't take the over on the touchdowns. Like, okay. I got nine points. 66 and a half completion percentage. Under. I mean, career over. 58. Over. Okay. Three sacks. We're running RPO all game long. Oh, mm. quick throws. Oh. Yep. Uh, yeah. Three sacks. Two. Two. Henry? 
I got to go over. Okay. Those stats Flew that Mac. I just threw out are Russell Wilson's averages okay. throughout this season. Todd, you think that Stidham's going to outperform Russ's average on the season? Henry, you think Jared Stidham is going to underperform from what Russ has done? Yahir thinks he's going to be better than uh, Russ. I'm drinking the Kool-Aid, man. I think I'm drinking it at least for this week. I think he's like, more of I'll a Mac. A he's more of a Mac Jones kind of type of player, in my opinion. Like the style of play. You which, hope he is. Well, no. <laughs> like, the thing is, Jerry Judy works really well with that. And if, if that's gonna get him over the line, I'm all in. Uh, yeah. All in. I think Russ is going to have way more. Or Stidham's gonna have way more than 200 passing yards. I definitely think he's gonna have two passing touchdowns. I also think he's gonna have an interception yeah, or two. I think so too. I mean, I think we're looking. At last year's 49 Raiders 49ers game, 300 yards, three touchdowns, two interceptions, um, and 34 points. Exactly what he did. Todd, I hope you're right on how this game goes. No, don't just put it on me. You feel like it's going to go. You don't want to say 34 points. I don't want to give myself credit here. I hope we're right, <laughs> yeah, Todd. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, I hope yeah. you are so wrong uh, about this, so Henry, because well, I hope uh, we are going to Vegas with uh, a Broncos playoff yeah. chances yep. still alive and this pod's not over yet let's hit the two super chats we got rolling in we got one from ggg triple g coming in and says gentlemen good day we need a miracle we do mm-hmm. yes we do todd that's perfect way to put it the broncos need a miracle to get in the playoffs yeah, absolutely <laughs> they do uh and last one coming in from our friend exotic gaming says mac jones and stidham for backup role and bone nicks or jj mccarthy for the starter a realistic scenario also is sean's pride too big to lose out purposefully yeah. you can't i don't know how you're getting mac i mean you've got five picks in this draft Five, six, six picks in this draft. You mean trading for Mac? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're not. You Stidham, Stidham and Stidham. And rookie are competing. And I guess 100%. Stidham's your starter next year. So. At least to start the season. If I had to guess. I mean, ah, but if you're taking a quarterback mid first, he's starting week one. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. Week one. The rookie's okay. starting week one. Okay. But because we don't know who the rookie is, they don't Henry, have I agree with you. Up. Jared Stidham is the front runner to be the starter next year. Yeah. And then once they draft that rookie, he jumps to, yes. to be the, the number yeah. one guy. Man, uh-huh. it's going to be so fun to break down these quarterbacks because I agree with you, Todd. I think this is the best quarterback draft in a long time. Obviously, there's been so much hype for Caleb Williams. Drake yep. May over the past couple of months mm-hmm. has got so much hype. But we're going to see a lot more hype for the Michael Penixes of the world, yeah. for the Jaden Daniels. That's the guy I think you need to keep your eye on. And then there's Bo Nix, J.J. McCarthy. There's so many guys. we got so much time to talk about it. Yeah. But let's hope that we're still talking about a Broncos playoff potential berth this, this weekend. I have had this sneaking suspicion all week. And I hate to say it, but what I think is going to happen is so the Chiefs and Broncos kick off at the same time. I think the at halftime the chiefs are going to be down like 10 points and the broncos are also going to be losing and i think there's a real chance that they just say like fuck it we gotta get russ in there <laughs> I, th- I think it's a real scenario i, I think, think it's a no real way scenario. sean does that I, zero uh, chance i it's think that's about sean's pride i think that yeah. is true that it's is too true. big to do that i think russell wilson will be sitting at home for this game uh, more of a chance than he comes in in the second half to yeah. try to win the broncos a game even if the Chiefs are down, even yeah. if the AFC yep. West all of a sudden's back alive, yep. yeah. I wouldn't be shocked Ugh. if we hear today or tomorrow that Russ is going to be inactive and that Keep, he's uh, been yeah. sent home. I don't know if that's going to happen, but that's a way bigger chance okay. than Russ coming in because Sean, uh uh-uh. uh. He's not going to do that. <laughs> but that's going to do it for us. We're going to be back on the pregame show. Tune in around 130, on DNVR Sports YouTube. Thank you all so much for rolling with us this week with what has been a crazy week. The Broncos season is still alive, and let's hope it's still alive Sunday night. Thank you all for rolling with us. We'll see you Sunday.
I'll take you.